Hello and welcome to Too Fast, Too Forever. There's all kinds of family. We chose this one. This is episode 318 RRR from 2022. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. Joey, have you ever been to a pharmacy? Boy, have I. Have you ever thought, man, these pharmaceutical prices in the U.S. healthcare market are way too expensive? Every single time I go. Would you like a free mobile app and website that helps Americans save millions of dollars every month by finding them the lowest prescription prices in their neighborhood? That seems too good to be true. Well, boy, do we have an app for you. If boy you go, or girl? Girl. <laughs> if you like, you can use GoodRx. They gather prices, coupons, and saving tips for prescriptions at virtually every U.S. pharmacy to help fight against high drug prices. Shout out to good rx well shout out to good rx i also want to reestablish that now we are in too fast too forever in the chrissy shackleford era the girl do we have a podcast for you era that's true that's true welcome to the show this is a pit stop we were supposed to do three weeks ago and i was just like movie is too long for me this week because i am on a plane and i have 700 pages of infinite jest to read and i can't do it now and i'm glad i'm so glad that we swapped and we did rad because number one rad rules uh, number two, I love this movie, and I was glad that I didn't have to, like, watch it in, like, Force watch it. Yeah, or, like, I mean, all of these are kind of force watch, but, like, not be like, okay, I have 17 minutes before my next Zoom. Let me watch, like, 14 and a half minutes of this. It's just like, no, I watched two hours of it last night, and I finished the third hour this morning. Yep. And, yeah, I loved it. I have a question for you off the rip. Do I hate expensive pharmacies? Yes, I do. I already told you that. <laughs> No, don't actually answer this, but is RRR a Fast and the Furious movie? There are, <laughs> there are, 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 there's, I was, I was drawing comparisons. There is, it might literally be a Fast and the Furious there's movie. There's one thing where I was like, wow, that is, I don't know what that so, is because there's so many. Well, there's one in particular, um, we'll get to it. We'll okay. get to it. So this movie came out last year. It was nominated for best for for best foreign film. Did it win? No. I think it did. No, it it was not nominated for best foreign film. What was it nominated for? Best original song for Not to Not to, and it won. Oh, okay, because okay. It should have won because Not to Not to rules. I was no, I was surprised too because I was like, I was like, was this nominated for best picture? And I was like, no, because Joe would have seen it. And I knew you hadn't seen it. Yes, I was like, was it nominated for best foreign film? Because we usually don't make it director. that far down the list. We usually don't make like, it down to, yeah. And I was like, I think there's probably a couple. And I was like, no, just Best Original Song, which it won. But I was like, man, I thought like, because this was a phenomenon. Like, this is a Netflix movie in the United States. It made $160 million worldwide. Like, it was in theaters. A lot of the people I follow on Letterboxd, their reviews are like, this is the most fun I've ever had in the theater. Like, this was like a thing, even though people could see it at home. And I thought part of that or that had translated to the oscars and it didn't really weird yeah i I definitely assumed that it was uh nominated for best foreign film i was also telling you before we like got on here Mm -hmm. that i was 
actually kind of severely dreading this. Yeah, what did you know about this before Zero. we started? So you knew, but you knew it was Bollywood and it was three hours long. I knew it was not? Bollywood and it was three hours long. And in my ex- limited, very, very limited experience with like Bollywood movies, I understood that usually they have musical numbers. Usually mm-hmm. there's like a deep love story running throughout mm-hmm. the movie. And with a title like RRR that gives me no clues, I was like, this is going to be a fucking slog for me. So we have done, not for this podcast, and I thought we did because it, again, was, we were told years ago, they're like, do you want the Fast and Furious of Bollywood? We're like, boy, do we have, boy, do we want, girl, do we want Girl, do we want. And we watched Doom, D-H-O-O-M, and I think we might have watched Doom 2 because I think they were like, Doom was good, but Doom 2 and Doom 3, those are the good ones. And I remember we watched at least one together at your house. We did. I think I think we watched the first one together, yeah. And we were like, yeah, it's good. It's it's a Bollywood motorcycle movie that kind of maybe is Fast and the Furious, kind of. And it's the kind of thing where we were like, a little disappointed? I was disappointed, yep. I was not worried about this movie at all because a lot of people I know. See, I didn't even see this. Like you said, like oh, everybody on Letterboxd was know, like, oh, this people, is so much fun. And like, like these even things. People like, in our circle, like Mark Hoffmeyer, Aaron Newworth, like people who have been on the show have talked, like, were shouting from the rafters last year how much they love this movie. Okay. I was not worried. The, what I was worried about was that basically there's been a year of hype that, like, since last June, the people on, like, I want to call film Twitter because I basically don't use X. Film X. Twitter. Ugh, ugh, that's gross. But I was worried that, like, I had people who I respect and love and, like, you know, in terms of, like, their their movie taste and everything, like, saying how good this movie was for, like, a year. And I was like, I'm not going to like it. It's I, it's it's too it's too hyped up. It's too built up. Uh, come on. Don't don't fall into your old ways. No, I mean, I, I didn't want to, like, no, I wasn't, like, I, know. I wasn't going to hate it because people loved it. I was like... You were just I'm scared that it's, not you've been so hyped and mm-hmm. it's not going to, it can't possibly live up to the hype expectations that you now have. And I don't think it's like perfect. Like I didn't give it five stars and, and I have all my normal behind the scenes stuff I will talk about. Like I didn't give it five stars in Letterboxd because like I don't know enough. Like I still think it's too long. Like I think, I think three hours is a lot, but I also think it's basically, it's, it's kind of two movies. Kind of is. And honestly, I kind of respect the bollywood commitment to pageantry of having mm-hmm, a three mm-hmm. hour movie mm-hmm. so in that sense like no i don't want every movie to be a three hour movie but going in knowing this is a bollywood movie and right. it being three hours i enjoyed most of the three hours it definitely could be shorter just for my attention span and just because movies shouldn't all be three hours long but i didn't hate that it was three hours so there is in the middle of the movie when he's trying to free his sister and he's they're like there's the big party at the mansion yes and they, the first party because they the just first, party the all fucking party. T- mm-hmm. every fucking day they're just part like is this by the way is this the cancun of england because it seems well, like they just go england. there i know i mean at for england like the cancun for because oh, they like because they like cancun. just travel there they oppress the people they like they're like oh the yeah, browns maybe. will do us like the browns will do the housekeeping and then they're, they're just like we just get to party all day in this mansion maybe. and it feels very like <laughs> like a lot of exploitation much like we do with some mexican cities so maybe i have no idea 
this is also like a hundred years ago, so maybe of course, yeah, hopefully yeah, yeah, yeah. it's changed, but who knows? But there's the scene where there's the party and like they're like fighting and like right before Beam gets arrested, and there's that shot where they're like hanging by the rope or whatever, and like the hands and it goes to like a cartoon in the middle. Do you know what you know what I'm talking about? Where it's like very stylized, like the yes, water yes, arm it's, and the it's, fire it's, arm. It's, it's like the um, it's like the the Adam and Adam mm-hmm. and God. Yes. this yes, yes. So in theaters, there's an intermission there. Oh, fun. Okay, There's either smart. a five or a ten minute intermission. So I knew that was coming. So when I got there, like on Netflix, it just goes through. But I paused it there and I, you know, took a little break last night and I watched another, like, I watched like half of the second half last night. But that, I was expecting on Netflix, too, to have an intermission there. But, you know, so it goes. Yeah. Anyway, RRR, a fictitious story about two legendary revolutionaries and their journey away from home before they started fighting for their country in the 1920s. So what I think is funny, I don't know if you, I don't know how many uh, high school slumber party episodes you or anybody who's listening has listened to, but one thing he always does, as you know, is he reads on the back of the DVD cover, he reads the summary, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, Brian definitely does this. And so for the AP episodes with Island, because a lot of those aren't on DVD because they don't release every movie on DVD, things are newer, they're not on DVD yet, he'll just read the summary from the streaming service that they watch it on. Okay. So here's the RRR summary on Netflix, which I know you didn't see because I know you watch it elsewhere. Yes. So just imagine you're scrolling through Netflix. You're like, oh, what's this movie? And you tap on it, and this is what it gives you, okay? Oh, I'm ready. Remember, this is a global phenomenon. People are like, oh, I love, I, I, I want to check out this movie. I, I don't know what it's about. Let me, let me see what it's about. Here's the description. A Netflix top 10 hit in 62 countries... This epic Indian drama was viewed for over 47 million hours globally within the first month. That's pretty masturbatory. Don't you want to watch it? Doesn't that tell you so much about it? No. That would have been, like, that's pretty much the information I came in with to watch this movie. Like, normally Netflix would be like, the story of two men fighting for friendship. Or, like, something like it's just like, something yeah, something lame. Means, yeah, like, something lame, but, like, vague and yes. But you get that. It's like Netflix is like people fucking love this movie and they love us it's like hey look okay. at this good job we did anyway written and directed by ss rajamuli produced by dvv danayar danaya shot by kk senthil kumar i'm probably got all these names wrong i've yeah, never seen same. any movie that any of them have done they're all bollywood people they seem a lot of these people seem to have worked together on a lot of different productions budget of about 66 million dollars or like Two billion something rupees. Rupees, yeah, yeah, rupees. Sorry, yeah. Uh, box office of one sixty six, so it made more than its money back easily, including fifteen million here, where again it was on Netflix from the day it launched in the United States. Rotten Tomatoes 95, 94 by the audience, eighty three on Metacritic. But that's all nonsense, Joe. Let's get into those sweet, sweet, crazy credits. Oh, tell me, I didn't watch a crazy credit, so I have no idea. Well, no, there's you don't have to watch the end. There, there's no crazy credits about the end. The oh, first okay. They're just credit. facts about the movie during it. No, okay, They're not perfect. crazy credits. These are not crazy credits. These are descriptive credits. First crazy credit is genuinely, I tweeted this, my favorite thing any movie does. The title doesn't appear on screen until 40 minutes into the movie. 55 up, one down. Oh, yeah. You do love this, right? When this a is, movie this is one... <laughs> delays a title card, you'll mm, The chef's kiss. <laughs> You guys, you watched Drive My Car, right? Because that was... 
Yes. Best picture. Yes. And you hated it because it was slow. But they drop... Slow as shit. They drop a title card like 55 minutes into that three-hour movie. And I'm just like, ooh, baby, we're here. We're going. We're good. Glad we got that, glad we got that uh, prelude out of the way. Ooh. Yeah, now the movie can start almost an hour in. Um, what is it? The OA, the Netflix series, which is kind of like a longish movie as opposed to a TV series. But like they drop the, the series title card at the end of the first episode. I'm just like, man... This is so good. Sparrow's Dance does, like, a bunch of movies do it. And I'm just like, it never doesn't thrill me. I'm always just like, this <laughs> rules. Because, like, you don't think about it. You don't think, like, oh, we didn't see the title card. Like, we didn't see it. Because like, we know what movie you're watching, right? You're like, oh, this yeah. is RR. And then they're like, hey. Hey, girl. Do you forget the name of it? Do you forget the name of this movie this you've been material. watching for an hour and a half? Mm-hmm. You know what we should do, Joey? We should We should make a movie. And it should be a four-hour movie, and we put the title card right before the credits. I think some some movies do that. I don't like it right before the end, though. Like, it needs uh, to what's, be in what's the, the limit? Fifteen? I don't, uh, I don't know. Okay, I don't fifteen know. minutes before the end, thirty minutes before the end. Like, if we <sighs> count it backwards, like, what would hit the best? I don't know. This being like a no more. Like this was like this is about a quarter of the way in. It was pretty good. Drive my car about Half a quarter of the way through. Half is half might be pushing it. I don't know. People don't <laughs> okay. really do half, but hey, give me a movie where I, like to, I, it's the thing is like you can't tell me like you can't recommend this to me because like the excitement is not knowing it's going to happen. Like you can't be like RRR has a thing forty minutes in because I'd be like waiting for it. You know what I mean? No, but I'm saying like if you if you were trying to give yourself a surprise best viewing experience, yeah, where would you optimally want the title card to come in to hit? The hardest half. I, I, I think a quarter or a, a third feels good. Okay. A half might be too far because you're like, all right. But also, I think it also, it's not just the timing. It's like the placement because like, so this movie starts and here's crazy credit number two. Each R in the title is represented by the story, capital R, the fire, capital R, and the water, capital R chapters. Yes. Only after these chapters will the title of the movie RRR appear on screen. What is it? Revenge, revolt. R- Rise, dance? roar, Rise. revolt. Oh. Okay, yeah. R R R. But yeah, like it sets it up because it's just like, okay, so white people are bad. This guy's maybe a superhero. This other guy's maybe a superhero. You got all that? Good title card. And it's like, yeah, cool, awesome. Like that's yeah, that's sweet. Anyway, that crazy credit, eighteen up, one down. Okay. So here's a trivia. So the two main characters, not the actors, Aluri Sita. Ramaraju and Komarim Beam were freedom fighters of India who didn't meet in real life. This oh, film cool. is fictitious and based on an idea of what if they met. So these people, like, it's not a real story by any means. Like, it's not like, it's not even like Tarantino where it's like, here's how World War II could have played out. Like, this is like, you know, Hitler or whatever. No, it's just, it's just like, like there was two different guys that were revolutionaries yep. and they're like, what if they had teamed up for some reason or crossed paths at mm-hmm. some reason? It's an interesting thought. I like yep. it. It's a cool premise. The director... Rajamouli said the film was about, quote, an imaginary friendship between two superheroes. Like, if you don't know, like, I know that, like, you were saying, what'd you call it, the pageantry yes. of Bollywood? Yes. If you don't know that going in and, like, that the, in, the, in the, the fire scene, setting, chapter, whatever, early. Yes. And they're yes. like, arrest that guy. And you see this guy, like, get swallowed up by, like, 50 dudes and then, like, break his way out. I'm like... Didn't think that was going to happen, but, like, yeah, it's superheroes. 
Yeah, you mean when he like when he like fights the zombie apocalypse of Indian dudes raging outside the police mm-hmm. headquarters? Mm-hmm. That was when I was watching this, and I was like, "Is this man Lucas Rebecca Hobbs of mm. India?" I really thought for a second there. I was like, "He might be the Indian Hobbs," because he even like, and then like I think right after it, he like punches through a punching bag which is very cast break off type situation like it shoots it like that too. Yeah. Like I know they're completely different things, but I was like I was already in Hobbs mode, so I was sold. Well, so I think okay, so if you think he's Hobbs, who do Wait. you think Beam is? Dom. Yeah. Okay. He's rescuing he's rescuing the, the his family. He's the leader think... of the family rescuing mm-hmm. a, a lost child that he needs to bring back. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And falls in love with the white lady, which is like just the reverse of him falling in love with Elena. Although uh, we know Vin Diesel's racially indistinguishable, sure. But I also thought that we'll, we'll get to it. But I also thought um, he wasn't Hobbs. He was Brian. He's Brian. Mm-hmm. Yes. So when you first see him and he breaks everybody with the stick, I'm like, oh, it's Hobbs. And mm-hmm. then when you hear the the twist, mm-hmm. you're like, uh oh. This the movie has Brian. like six narrative twists that like all make sense. It just like yeah, you they, thought this guy was good, he's still good. The other guy you thought he was bad, well, he's actually good. Wait, no, actually he's bad. No, actually, really, he's, he's really good. good. He's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Also, this kid who was clearly a good kid, he grows up to be the bad guy. It's like, wait a minute, what? Anyway, yeah. Um, background of people who love the Edgar Wright, Baby Driver, Scott Pilgrim. The Cornetto trilogy loved it. He said it's the only film he ever saw where the intermission card got applause, which is cool. Interesting. Okay. James Cameron loved it. Titanic, Avatar, Terminator, the rest. Saying he'd help Roger Mooley make films in the U.S. and Canada if he wanted to make them here, too. Hideo Kojima, who is the Sony sort of played like the video game auteur. He made like the Metal Gear Solid games. He made made Death Stranding. He body scanned uh, Ramajuli, who I think is... Beam? Yes. He scanned him to be in his next video game. Because, like, Death Stranding, I don't know if you saw, but it's just, like, it's, oh, God, what's his name from The Walking Dead? Norman Reedus, also from Boondock Saints. He's just, like, like a lot of games do this, but, like, he's just, like, we're just going to put actors in these in these games. Like, they're the actors, like, as a part. And it's, like, okay. So he scanned cool. for the next yeah. movie. Uh, or next game, I guess, whenever that's going to be. And then to explain, you were saying before, you didn't know what the movie was based on the title. RRR was just a working title, and then they just, like, never changed it. So it just became, like, as they were filming this over the course of almost a year, like, people, I think, were like, oh, this is going to be good. And like, people kept talking about this movie, RRR, and they just, like, never changed it. So, like, in different countries. Kind of smart move, yeah. It, like, stands for different things, which you didn't write down because, like, it's not, like, in English. But it's, you know, the RRR is, tra- like, it, you know, rise, roar, revolt. Like, it could be whatever in whatever language it, you know, becomes. It uses R's, yeah. The first Indian film to be nominated for Best Original Song Academy Award for Natu Natu, which we'll talk about. And composer M.M. Kiravani loved the Jaws score, a movie we just talked about, which has no orchestration, and thanked John Williams for the lesson of simplicity and humbleness in composing scores for movies. So I guess he's like, you don't have to be bombastic all the time. You can just sort of like let things linger and simmer and whatever. Yeah. And so, yeah. And the only other trivia that I have is 
Daisy Edgar Jones, who I don't know if you would know her from anything. She was in Where the Crawdads Sing. She was also in Normal People, that Hulu series. No. She was supposed to be, I think, I would imagine, the one good white person in this movie, like the, the girl that Beam falls in love with. But she had family issues, and so she had to drop out. But, like, it was – it's weird that I was just like, oh, like, I don't think I'm going to know anybody from this movie. And I'm like, Daisy Edgar Jones is supposed to be in it. I'm like, oh, I guess she was going to be, like, the white lady that Beam falls in love with. But – because I can't imagine she was going to be, because she's, you know, about that white lady's age, and so. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Tell me about RR. What you love, what you hate, what you not like, favorite parts, favorite moments, favorite characters. I really, I really did like this movie. It, like, it was surprisingly good for me. It felt like, generally, overall, it was a little Fast and the Furious, little Indiana mm-hmm, Jones, mm-hmm. little Bollywood. Um, there was a whole bunch of things that I liked. And watching it through the lens of it being a Fast and the Furious movie when I realized that from the beginning made it a really interesting, fun time watch. Did Rachel watch this with you, too? No, she did not. Did she have no interest or just like the timing didn't work out? Timing didn't work out, but um, I gave her a rundown of like, hey, the guy's looking for his daughter, but he has to fight the, the, the Indian Hobbs. And then turns out he's not bad. He's good. And then like, mm-hmm. I did like that. And I gave her like a one paragraph summary of the movie. I think she would like this, though. I think I, I, I genuinely do think that like everyone would like this movie. I agree. Yep. Unless you're a British imperialist, in which case you might not. Yes. In that case, probably not. Because the movie is propaganda, and, like, I think if you read, like, I was, I didn't read about this, but I was reading about, I was reading reviews of people who had, like, read about it, and, like, there's some stuff which is, like, ooh, like, even some kind of, like, right-wing extremist, like, Indian sort of, like, the, like, things over there, just, like, ooh, maybe, maybe not great, um, but I think, like, outside of that, like, it's just a blast. It's way bloodier and more violent than I thought it was going to be. It's so bloody. It's very, very bloody. I like the... I like the random use of CGI animals a lot, too, for no fucking reason. Like, I mean, like, they're not very necessary. The very first title card, I think, like, yes. in English, is just, like, no birds were harmed. Every it's other like, animal is CGI. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, and it's, like, yeah, and it lists them. It's, like, all mm-hmm. the tigers, all the fucking everything yep. listed here is not real just to let you know and that's before you've seen anything like it's like four or five minutes of like opening credits of just like setting things up thanking people like doing kind of top credits whatever and then it's just like hey you're about to see some crazy shit don't worry we didn't hurt those animals it's like okay pretty cool yeah thanks sure but there's so many people who die who like who get shot and killed who get their neck snapped who get like and it's like it's like bullet shot through the head splatter slow-mo next guy bullet shot through the head splatter it's like it's not like john wick is john wick is like we're gonna do this in a realistic way like if this guy were to kill like 60 people in a room with a gun like what would it look like that's kind of what it is this is more like john wick if it was shot like a mortal Kombat game where it's like there's a lot of mortal Kombat. i thought that too the hands coming together felt Mm -hmm. very mortal Kombat. so i'm glad you brought up mortal Kombat. yeah and it's just like oh like dudes getting their necks snapped getting like trampled like everything like getting stabbed again you think about like at least the two guys are superheroes the whip stuff where it's like the one guy gets like stabbed through like the kidney the basically tree? with a tree, the tree? yeah it's I, fine don't worry about it that's what it's fast and the furious man they're fucking invincible doesn't matter keep it pushing we don't care although he did when like i mean there's so much cool stuff in this movie but like the reason he gets stabbed by the tree is because the white 
British commander or whatever. That was such a cool shot that the way that they that he's there he's leading them away. Mm-hmm. He drops a tree. He's leading on the them car. into a trap. Yes, he drops a tree on the car. Mm-hmm. It shoots him like up in the air. He With grabs his stuff a gun. Up in the air. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. grabs the gun mid air and is just like hovering in the air and like shoots his car. And then he he does like a great like shoots the tire. The car just fucking explodes. The car spins like sideways. They both get ejected out and he tumbles into a tree that stabs him. Yeah, it's pretty sick. But by that point, you're just like, yeah, that tracks. He's fine. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not saying that, like, condescending, just like, yeah, that, that rules. Like, there's so much in here where it's just, like, again, superhero. Like, I think having the framing of, like, these are two people who, like, it's a, it's like a it's a fairy tale. It's a fable, right? Like, they're not real. I mean, they yes, were real, yeah. but this is not the real story. It's heightened. But, like, these dudes, like, one of the very first things we see, the first time they meet is them saving the boy on that little boat thing. And we'll talk about the oh, vehicles later. Okay. But the rope swing mm-hmm. is so fucking. Yeah. They, first of all, they just look at each other and they're like, we know how to do this. All 70,000 steps of this plan. Two people who have never it. met and have clearly never, <laughs> never done talked. this before. Oh, they did like what? They did like one like hand cross mm-hmm. X from mm-hmm. the bridge down and he's like, got it. Like we're gonna we're gonna run the play that we we've been planning all camp. We got that play down. We're running that play. They're basically communicating like in emojis or like just you know we're right like football signals. And it's like okay, cool. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna get on that horse, and I'm gonna get on this motorcycle. We're both gonna grab this rope, and then yes. we're gonna jump. And I'm gonna grab a flag that I'm gonna coat in water so that you can then swing through the fire and not get burned. Yes. Meanwhile, I'm gonna give you the flag and i'm gonna scoop up the kid it's just like wait what and then you throw the kid back to me and Mm -hmm. then when you come back from the fire you jump i jump we and then we're good and it's just like cool break and then they huddle up and they they nail it first try i i love that i i do really really enjoy um we talk about this like sometimes like you and i talk about movies and we're like um this everything goes too smooth there's like no real conflict this is the complete opposite in the sense that, like, I fucking love it. I just want it to work every time. It just works every time, and I'm sold every time. I'm like, oh, yep, that sick. Good job, guys. Because there is, like, the internal conflict between them. They don't need to have conflict of, like, the plan not working, right? No, they're, like, they basically need to face, like, insurmountable odds where you're like, there's no way. There's no way they're going to do this. And then, like, you see them do it, and just like, okay. It's like, and they do it the coolest, weirdest way possible, too. Like, and it looks great. Like, and wh- who were we just talking about where it's like, you know, if you have to debate between, like, realism and cool, always choose cool. This chooses cool so hard. It's like, yeah, they could have, like, you know, like, got another boat paddled out there and saved the little boy or he could have jumped off the thing. But it's like, but what if we get a horse and a motorcycle and jump off either side and start this, like, fucking rope seesaw shits and do it that way? And it's mm-hmm. like, way cooler. Definitely good choice. Way better. Yeah, for sure. Man, it's just, it's it's great. It's great. I, I don't even like have like I have like a thing. I'm just like I just I just started thinking about like different scenes in the movie. I'm like I got nothing to say. Like it's all just so cool. I will say that early on we see a cop beating up a mechanic, and I'm just like Dom would never abide this. Like there's just like the movie like doesn't start in, but like Beam the water is section a mechanic too, which mm-hmm. is so Dom, right? Yeah. Like I mean, he's not actually a mechanic. He's you know a, a superhero that has to leave his town to go rescue the little girl, but he's hiding undercover. In a fucking car, a body shop, essentially, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And so the delayed title card comes 40 minutes in, and I message Mark on Twitter. And I'm just because Mark and I have talked about this before. We're like, he loves it too. And I'm just like, this is the best thing. And like, when he responds, I'm like, look, the only other thing I know about this movie is Nachu Nachu. And I, I know how the song goes. I haven't seen, I haven't seen the scene because I was like, I want to save it for when I watch the movie. But like, I know you it's know like the, a big the, the audio dance of the song. number. And I yeah. know the audio. And I was like, which one is that song, by the way? It's the one at the. Not wedding, but kind of wedding. Oh, the party. Yeah. The one at the party where they do like, the, where they're skanking, essentially. Yeah. It's just all leg stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then yeah. he, uh, you know, Raju throws it so that Beam can win to impress the girl. But yeah, that scene where they're doing that, and I was just like, I don't know how this is going to come up, because it, it doesn't make any sense in the narrative. I'm like, I all I know is not to, not to. He just like, and so as I'm saying this, I'm like, oh, here it is. <laughs> And like it just it kind of comes out of nowhere, but I'm just like okay, here we go. And like it just it's so it's so cool. Um, that actually, so the other trivia that I have about this was that it was shot in the U- in Ukraine in Kiev a few months before the invasion. So like all of that where they shot that is basically you know Gone? destroyed. Yeah, like that's Ugh. but like mo- a few months before, Natu means country in the rustic or rural sense. Although they also like. It also feels like it says means dance. Nacho, nacho means dance. Nacho. They keep saying nacho, 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 nacho. Well, so the other thing, did you watch it? How did you watch? Like, what language did you listen to it in? I'm entirely unsure because it felt like a fucking spaghetti western. It was like English, English. That like, also felt dubbed. That also that is dubbed sometimes is sometimes English, and if they respond in a different language, they can also respond in English, and everybody seems to understand, unless there's a translator, in which case he just translates it. Or unless so, you're the white girl, in which case you don't speak a single language other than English. Exactly. And Except ma'am. Don't call me ma'am. Don't call me madam, just call me Jenny, right? Yes. Don't call me madam, it's just Jenny, yes. And he's like, that's a wild name. Don't call me madam, it's just Jenny, yes. Weird, yeah. but okay. Okay, don't call me madam, it's just Jenny, yes. But this is really funny to me, too, because in 90 Day Fiance, there's, like, this notorious couple that's been on 90 Day for, like, a bunch of seasons, and it's a small Indian man who catfished this woman and said he his name was Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. and he essentially used, like, a picture of, like, Rom as his, like, he, he she called, a, like, a, a tech service hotline. Got okay. this guy, mm-hmm. and he's like, I'm falling in love with this woman based on her voice. And he says, like, you should friend me. My name's Michael Jordan. It's, like, the hottest, rippedest Indian Bollywood actor dude ever. And it's not. It's, like, a very small Indian guy. And and her name is Jenny. And so he says Jenny Ooh. just like he does. And every time he would say it, I would be like, oh, this is so funny. Because it's, like, them. She actually eventually moved to India, and he was already married. And there's a whole... There's three four or five seasons of 90 day that involves them. But yeah, sure. To answer your earlier question, you said you don't know what language is in. So it was originally shot in. Yeah. The language was telling us about this. Yeah. Telugu, which is the language of the Southern Indian state of Andhra Pradesh. And so it was shot in this language, Telugu. It's second only to Hindi in India as a number of native speakers. So Telugu, for whatever reason, is not available as a language option on Netflix, and that pissed people off. Like, it, Lisa didn't watch it. Because I've heard. She, yes, right. Yeah. And so they dubbed it in 
I mean, you can watch like there's like ten languages. I think you can watch it all in English, although the 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 songs aren't dubbed, so just the dialogue is dubbed. But I watched it in Hindi because number one, it had Dolby Atmos, like it was like the best audio setup like Netflix had. Yeah. But also number two, like it feels like that was the one that like Netflix is like watch this one. But number two, the, at least the two main actors. I don't know if anybody else, but at least the two main actors dubbed themselves in Hindi. So like it's not okay. Interesting. So it's, it's That's their cool. Voices. It's just not okay. It's not what they're saying as they're being filmed but like at least it sounds like what it should say. what, you know what they I mean? would like say. yeah 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 but it just it's, it's weird to me like i know that people like this backlash but like i know a lot of people speak hindi but like most people who watch this movie don't speak hindi just put Tolugu as an option. yeah but just have it as an option like what are you doing see i i feel the same way in reverse that like i'm not gonna fucking understand them if they're speaking hindi or the other language so what the fuck does it matter to me? They could have dubbed it in Italian, and I would, as long as they like nail the the like, as long as it doesn't sound wildly off and cartoony. I just think it, like it, it just it feels off. Like you're like, oh, they did something here, and it's not bad, but it's just like you can tell like the the like the mouths don't match. It's just I don't know. It's it's I, I get I see both sides of just like. Just put it as an option, or like yeah, it's fact. dumb that they, it's dumb that they didn't include. Like, this, it, shouldn't this be like base level one? You know what I mean? I'm with you on that, right? Like, this mm-hmm. should be like okay, this is just standard, and then we have other options available. Mm-hmm. Why did you make option two, option A, and not include option A? Because it's not like they shot it twice. They shot it once, and then they probably if like I'm, I would guess, I don't know that most major Indian releases get dubbed in both languages, right? So, like... Probably, But it's not yeah. like they shot it in Telugu and shot it in Hindi and then just released the one. It's like, no, they shot it in just the one and then dubbed it in the other, and Netflix is like, cool, we're only going to use that one. And also English, and also, like, German or whatever. It's like, why? What? I don't know. Yeah. But then I was like, sense. I was like, maybe I'll buy it on Blu-ray, because I'm sure, like, the, you know, whatever. And, like, there's been no physical release for this. So, at least in the U.S., so... Whatever Fun. The fuck. Cool, right? Go. Yeah. Can't wait till Netflix pulls it to save money. I do love in that setting up the the end of the first half of the movie before the intermission that the way that they're going to so the whole thing is like at the beginning of the movie these white people ad, like abduct a young first, Indian girl first thing yeah they are they're like hey we're just gonna take this Indian girl so they toss her mom two quarters and they're like and then they smash the mom go. in the head with a with a big old wood plank. Well, the well, the guy is a big idiot, and he's like, "That's them thanking you for her singing." And then they just take her away, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Shit, maybe they bought her." And then she's like, "Oh fuck!" So she tries to go get her daughter back, and they're like, "Nope, head bonk, boom, there you go." So this young girl spends the entire movie basically in this like palace, but she's like, "I want to go back to it's my family, prison. the people, right?" And yeah. she's like, "So the whole movie is." Beam trying, and that's it's the main guy's sister. He's trying to get her back. He's trying to figure out where she is and how to get her back. And so his his big plan, like the first big push he has, is I'm gonna get on this truck with like 15 insane animals, and we're gonna siege. And I'm just like, I've never seen this before in a movie. Maybe it'll work. I mean, it probably won't because there's still another. Hour it was like and 40 Avengers minutes. Endgame, but just with animals. Yeah, except they all, like, what's funny is that, like, they, they jump off in this very cinematic way because they're all CGI and they can do whatever they want. And then they, like, jump out of the truck and all the animals just, like, stand there. He's, like, s- like swinging around, like, the fire. He's, like, go, go, like, do the plan. That, they, they have some great animal kills in this movie, too. The guy that, that he impales on the antler of the, mm. 
of the like elk or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sick as fuck. Mm-hmm. And as this is going on, I'm like, this is really like a Dom Brian, because this is when you find out, I think, that... Because they're besties at the end of the first act. Yeah. They, they're besties, and they even sing a song like, these guys aren't going to be friends forever. They hate each other. Because he's, cause he's looking for the daughter, and the other guy, Hobbs, mm-hmm. Brian, Hobbs, Brian, Raju, Rom, is uh, looking for him because they had a deal that... He like the evil white lady is like right. The evil white lady, I think, is the one who who starts it. I think she's so. like if if you find this motherfucker that's trying to take my stolen, kidnapped <laughs> daughter back, mm-hmm. then I will make you super soldier. I'm gonna Bucky Barnes the shit out of you. Um, yeah, I'm gonna make you super soldier. But if you kill him, you just get a reward. But a if you bring him money. back alive. You you get a red suit. Yeah, he's like cool. So like they're both. He's like I want the red. I want the fucking red suit. Raju doesn't realize he's looking for Beam when they're best friends. Beam doesn't realize that Raju is basically working for the enemy. Yes, or he is the enemy when they become best friends. Yes. He also then we're like, oh, this guy. So we think he's like a bad guy pretending to be a good guy, or like a cop yeah. pretending to be a criminal, which is very Brian. But then you're like, wait, no. He's actually a mole. He's double-crossing. He's double-crossing the English cops. And I was like, do we have a metaphor? I mean, the closest thing is like, and it doesn't really work, is like Dom working for Cypher, but actually working still for the family. This is why I blended blended Hobbs and Brian, because it's Hobbs is a cop that eventually joins the family. Mm Mm-hmm. Brian joins a family who turns out to be a cop that eventually becomes a criminal. If you combine both of those stories in the long run, I think you get the whole transformation of Rod. But like in, so in our metaphor, obviously the cops are the bad guys. And so the story of Raju is that he was a little kid at, in just like a a town, a a village. Yeah. That white people came and killed his mother and his sister. And just like, cause they were kind of trying to come for his His brother, his, I think his brother or his cousin, probably like there was a little boy that got shot too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so he sees all these people, and so his dad, I think, is like, we need you, or maybe his uncle is just like, we need you to make sure that you give everyone a gun. It was his dad. Uh, Yeah, it was his dad who was in the, he was also in the English cop. He was an English cop as well, or like, whatever. He was an English cop, and he left because he realized that they, like, even if he tried to be a brown person as an English Mm -hmm. cop that they were still just going to kill brown people because that's yep. what they were fucking doing. And, like, he, he either has to kill brown people, too, or, like, stop. And so this this is what kicks off the second half of the movie where we're just like, what now, what are we seeing here? Is they're like, oh, no, actually, Raju Yeah, we're is... unpacking it. We're unpacking it. And then it's all of a sudden you start to realize that, like, the little kid is him. And then it's like, spoiler alert, like you said, the, the guns. His dad was like, you need to make... Because his dad was training everybody in the village to, right. like, to start an army. Because he's going on like a lifelong undercover mission until he can get the privilege of like basically transporting all the guns, and he's like, "I'm just instead of giving to white people, hijack it. I'm just going to hijack it. I'm going to drop them off in my town, and we're going to be like, bitches, we're starting an army. Let's go." But this is like a years long con just to get a bunch of guns. Like thirty, thirty, thirty years long con. It's insane, and like all along the way, he has to like kill and beat and betray his own people. All with the hopes that one day he will be entrusted to 
do this one thing that like he's been waiting for. Yes. To give them the guns to then he can just fuck the day up. And Meanwhile, you're like, oh, that's kind of cool, actually. I mean, like, it's shitty that you have to, like, you know, beat up your best friend and, mm-hmm. like, put him in jail. But, yeah. Meanwhile, he, like, he's got a beautiful fiance or girlfriend who, like, loves him and he's in love she's with. Gorgeous, and she's gorgeous, like, by the way. This chick is like, fucking gorgeous. Like, she's at, like, like, she's beautiful. Do your thing. Yeah. And he's like, I gotta go. She's like, okay, cool. And then, like, she eventually saves it. It's just, it's, but it's wild how, like back and forth at all it's like it, it never doesn't make sense but you're like wait i can't tell like who's who are we rooting for here because like you're like Both are we rooting yeah. for because you're always rooting for being you like, change always good but like you're Bean's like is good, yeah. raju good or is he not and then you're like is he gonna have the revelation because he might just go full villain at any point mm-hmm. you know what else i kind of like in this movie that they're doing a lot what? of is like sometimes like they just like skip forward in the plot at least in my brain that they're like, yeah, they're this like, happened. It's, it's been months since we captured him. Just like, no, that just that was the last scene. That was the last scene. And sometimes they're just like, oh, like, how are they gonna get the? Key? Here's the key. There you go. Cool. Yep. He has the key now. Yep. Keep it fucking pushing. We're gonna get back to fight scenes. Like whatever they need to put. Mm-hmm. Like they do stuff to move the story along. It doesn't really make sense how they do it, but they're just like, problem was solved. Problem, problem solved. There we go. Back mm-hmm. to fight scenes. Animals because, eating people. Yeah. Because speaking of fight scenes, before that intermission. When they all the animals go out, they accidentally light off a bunch of fireworks, and so while they're fighting, there's just fireworks going off. I'm just like, man, this looks sick this is as so fuck. Good. It's so yeah, good. it's really awesome. Yeah, and it feels like in a different version, this is like the climactic scene where he rescues his sister and saves the day. And it's like because we're like 95 minutes into the movie and just like, cool, this is the end of the movie that he's going to, you know, he's going to win. He's going to kill the bad people. He's going to take the sister and go back to the village. And like, we're wrapped up in 10 minutes. And it's yeah. like, no, he gets captured. We got another half of the movie. It's like, hold on. What? Yep. I remember, I think we might, we might have talked about it on the Death Proof episode. But when I saw Grindhouse in theaters, did you see Grindhouse in theaters? Have you ever seen Grindhouse no. all the way through? Mm, probably no. Have you ever seen Planet Terror or no? I think think i have when it came out but so, i don't remember it grindhouse in theaters opened with like regular trailers other movies or whatever but when the movie started it started with the trailer for machete yeah and you then told me i remember this planet yeah. terror and then it played yes. three trailers and then it played death proof yes and so after planet terror ends the credits start rolling this guy in the row ahead of me gets up and just like well time to go and his friends are like dude there's another sit movie. down yeah, there's a whole other movie. And it feels like, in a certain way, just like, okay, you know, uh, 90 minutes? Cool. Like, that's, that feels like the end of the movie. And it's like, Guess no, there's didn't still win. another 90 minutes of the movie. And it's like, like I'll come back for part two in mm-hmm. 2024. And so you start off with like this, like this long flashback. You're like, wait, who are we following here? Because like, I could kind of be either, right? You're just like, this is like a... Like, yes. Be, yeah. You're not even like, you're not explicitly sure it's a flashback, though. You, I think you, you pretty much know it is. You're like, this kid is, like, the greatest marksman in the history of shooters. Yes. You're like, who is it? You're like, oh, it's Raju. Like, that's not good, because he's a bad it's guy. Hobbs. It's Hobbs. Yeah, Hobbs is the greatest shooter of all time. Well, wait a minute. He's actually a good guy. Yep. We have, we cut back, and, like, the first thing we see that good guy do is beat the shit out of his friend in public. Yeah, then we have, like, a long whip torture scene that, sure. But you know what? In this too, you know that like I'm not a big fan of like gore. Mm-hmm. Um, like I don't want to see a lot of bloody stuff. And this is like a torturous scene mm-hmm. for like a long time. But you know what? He's like singing through it. 
he's like he's he's looking smiley and he's like i i will not surrender i will not bend the knee for these motherfuckers and in that sense it's like it turns out to be pretty positive and like also like as much as they show like his shirt being ripped in like some scenes and he like winces and stuff like that like it it's not like uh the passion of the christ right right like it's not like just like just like the most brutal flogging of all time it's just like yeah like he's getting flogged but like he's he's just fighting the man so well, i think what what's what really works here there's a lot going on where he's trying to like beam is just trying to like withstand and like show that he's strong for the people because they're like everybody has to come and watch this like you have to come watch us beat the shit out of your, public your public flogging yeah and raju's like i can't not beat him because my boss is there but I don't want to beat him because he's my friend, and like he, you know, I kind of. And he's still... like, I've been working this long con mm-hmm. for thirty years. I can't blow my cover right here. I'm so close to the end. And so, but Beam doesn't know that, and so he's trying to like. So Raju's trying to help him and like make him bend the knee, basically. But like Beam yes. is just like, nope, gonna I'll I'm gonna, gonna reverse me. limbo and just I'll... not. And then the 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 white lady's just like, he didn't kneel. Use this brutal whip instead. This and, whip that has nails coming out of it mm-hmm. that, and drag it across his flesh to just rip it open. Like, oh, so, yeah. You know, you know, Wes had that Automancer thing where, like, the family touches cars, they superpower. Like, it feels like in these movies when they start singing, they become superpowered. I think so, too. And I, I had a thought. Audiomancer. Ooh, I like that. I had a thought. As I'm watching this, again, you knew the specific mindset that I'm in. I was like, imagine Vin breaking into musical number mm. to to encourage mm-hmm. the family. You know what I mean? Like, imagine if we had like a nice Vin Bollywood style breakdown that he sings a song to like enchant the family with extra superpower to rise up. I did not expect you to say this, but when I was reading reviews on Letterboxd, Okay. I copied a paragraph from one of Demi Adijuibe's reviews of this movie. We've talked okay. about him a lot before. He does yeah. the September videos or did the September videos. He did the night before Fast and Furious. Yes. So the I think it's the last paragraph of his first review. In parentheses. Had a sudden epiphany while watching that this had the energy and vibrancy I had missed from West Side Story. Please put all our action stars in musicals already. So you're getting you're saying like what if Vin does this, right? Yes. Stop pretending, Demi writes, that well-choreographed fighting isn't just incredibly masculine dancing. Yes. I'm infinitely less impressed by a punch than I am by a backflip. Channing Tatum, I was just like, here we go, learned this early on and no one has wised up. And then he says, I know Vin Diesel is watching this movie and taking all the wrong notes. (laughs) Which is just so funny because Vin's just like, what if, like, we just do punches like this movie? And it's like, no, like, what if you, like, lean into just being, like, a little... Sillier, a little dancier. Theatrical, campy, over-the-top. Pageantry. Mm-hmm. Add some pageantry. And it's just like, no, but, like, what if we punch real good? I can, I can, yeah. I, that, yeah. But it's funny that we're, like, because, you know, I know that you don't love musicals, but it would be funny to see Vin, like, break into a musical. And, like, there is something, he's, he's, like... He's musical. He he is mm-hmm. musical. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. Like, we've heard him sing. We've seen him dance. There's no way he couldn't do this. I, and you're right. Like, Demi's dead on. What's the difference between him doing breakdancing videos and him doing fight scenes in Fast and the Furious? Not that much, to be honest. It's just choreography, right? Mm-hmm. 
but I also I was just like you know because I saw the vein I'm just like here's here's the thing for us but I'm also just like there is something exciting about like Channing like like I don't think you watch a Channing movie unless you're like the most close-minded big and be like that dude's gay it's just like no this guy is just like doing things in a different way like he's dancing and like he's he's and it's so funny because he did the dance movies mm-hmm he does like he did all the movies where he does dancing and now he does action movies mm-hmm. where he does fighting and mm-hmm. it's and it looks fun mm-hmm. because he's such a good dancer. It's all just movement. It's all just movement. Choreography. Just flow. Flow. So the, the the most fast and furious thing. So like this is the point in my notes where like I wanna hear I wanna hear your most I'm fast taking and notes every like Go twenty ahead. minutes and I'm just like, oh shit, I should be I should be writing down when I'm I'm just like watching the movie. The same. I mine mine take a deep dive like after the first the first half of the movie. Yeah, my first half, I have like a bunch of notes. A lot of and then notes. The second half, in the I have, second like, half I'm like, I'm locked in. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. And one same. of them is just Ghost Rider ass motorcycle. When the motorcycle gets caught on fire, I'm just like, fucking yeah. Ghost Rider flying through the sky. Anyway, Raji gets the gun consignment. He's finally like, this is what I've been waiting for for all these years. I now have control of all the guns. Time to act. Coincidentally, my best friend Beam, going to get hanged out there i'm gonna control things so that like we can two birds one stone right we can free him i have all the guns take care of business yeah beam does not know that raju is good and so beam is like he he breaks free they're both fighting their way out and like the sister is running around and like beam sees raju pointing a gun what he thinks is at a sister, but really he's pointing at a guy who's behind Beam, who's going to shoot and so kill he can, Beam. Yeah, so he can he can shoot through them, kill this guy, and save both of them. And so Beam... Oh, this is, yeah, this is the most Fast and the Furious mm-hmm. moment. You're getting there. Go ahead. Yep, I Angrily yep. jumps at him. Raju fires, kills the guy. Thinks Beam, he misses, but he's just like the greatest marksman of all yep. time. Again, as established, pre- yes. perfect setup and execution. Beam bashes him in the head with the wood. His sister runs away. And then he's like, he's about to kill him. on top of him. Because he, on top ha- of he him. has this, mm-hmm. he has this, uh, like, chunk of wood. Uh, like, not like not a stick, but like a, a fucking log. Yeah. He's going to kill him. And then he stops. And he thinks about it. And then we cut it's... away and we hear a gush. And it's just like, oh no, Raju's dead. And then we see him running off, and we see the wood right next to him. I'm like, that's Dom Toretto with a wrench. The wrench. Mm-hmm. That's Dom Toretto with a wrench. This this character is just mm-hmm. dumb. 100%. Like, like we could oh argue about the Hobbs versus Brian thing with the, the, the double, double, double twist. Sure. But, um... Beam is dumb. Beam is dumb. Is dumb. I was like, there's a lot of Fast and Furious, but I think it's just, like, a lot of, like, action... Not in a bad way, but, like, cliches, tropes, character tropes, whatever, just, like... Sure, yeah. Good guy pretending he's a bad guy, pretending he's a good guy, whatever, like, you know, brother, like, homoerotic, whatever. Like, all the stuff we've talked about a lot. That's all yes. stuff that's in a bunch of movies. Yes. This is straight-up Dominic Toretto. It's 100%. Yeah, the the miss the head, go through the ground, because it's, like, hard-packed ground. He stabs the log into, mm-hmm. like, it's, like, sticking straight up. Yes. Still getting the anger and the aggression out and, like, slamming it down, like, doing what you would have done, just not killing a guy. Incredible. Couldn't be more dumb. Yeah. Can we talk a little bit about the vehicles in this movie? Yeah. Well, because I, I don't really have more notes about the movie. Like, they just... They save they the day. They win. They win. Yeah. They win. I mean, that's it. Yeah. Go watch it. It's fun. Like we said, Indiana Jones, Fast and Furious mixed together. Uh, Bollywood. It's fun. Okay. So we have a bunch. I got a lot of vehicles here. Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? 
you go first because your your Fast and Furious six one was so complete that I have things in here that I wrote down. I'm like, this isn't a vehicle, but they use it like a vehicle, so I have that down too. Okay, motorcycles all over the movie, all over cattle carts or like drawn buggies. Mm-hmm. Rickshaws, some kind of like rickshaw type situation. Is it like a wheelbarrow? Is that what that is? Kind of. Yeah, okay. They use those too. Um we get horses again. Mm-hmm. Train. And the train explodes very fast in the Furious, by the way. The like the oil tanker car on the train. Yes. 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 That like the whole train bridge jump off the mm-hmm, bridge mm-hmm, whole mm-hmm. thing, Fast and Furious. Okay, go, and I'm going to hit you with my last one after you finish. We got police motorcycle. The oil tanker you mentioned, the horse you mentioned, yes. motorcycle you mentioned there. Yes. But there was the little boat thing that the kid is in. Little it's boat. Little boat. Yes, yeah. But like a little the boat roundy thing. one. The round boat. Yeah, because that's like a, a boat that exists in some places. Yes. I think like the Vietnamese had these boats. I've seen like them in like uh, like what Grand Tour. They were in some Asian country. I might be making it wrong and saying Vietnam, but it's not. But... They had them, and yes, it's like a round boat that you kind of swirly. Yeah. They don't, it's not a vehicle, though it is maybe a method of transportation, which is like what we're getting at anyway. If you steal mine, I'm going to be so pissed. Go ahead. In that same thing, they have a rope swing. Rope swing, yes. Yeah, yeah. There's also the motorcycle again in the next part, where they pass a street tram, which is kind of like, you know, like a, like a. Like a trolley. Above ground. Yeah, like a trolley. Okay. Later, they have. I wrote down a wheelbarrow car, but you called the rickshaw. There's the animal truck, like all the cages on there. Which yeah, is a different kind of thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. The only other one that I have is in the middle of the like. There's like a final song and dance number that they like stop halfway through. They're like, oh wait, 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 wait. Sorry, we have more movie. Hold on, and they're just like on a boat. It's like, oh okay, here's a boat too. Sure, and then they go back to the dance number. But that's all the ones I had. Like, what's the one that you didn't want me to steal? Okay, we're getting to the end of the movie. Beam rescues Rom from jail. Okay. And they're getting away. And Rom is riding on the back of Beam. Oh, yeah. I think piggyback rides might be a vehicle in this movie. It's definitely a mo- it's definitely a method of tra- transportation. It's, it's self-propelled. It's 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 not it's not he's not propelling it. I think by definition that's a vehicle. There is so much in this movie that we did not get to. Like, when we meet Beam, he's running from a wolf in the woods. That becomes a tiger. To counter the wolf, he's just like, oh, here's tiger tracks. There's probably a tiger up there. I'm going to have them fight each other. No, I don't think so. I think he was trying to trap the wolf, and a tiger just popped out and was like, oh, shit. Also, that also works. Either way, it's still insane. And that's not even the most insane thing, where, like, the tiger then chases him. And he has to hold the tiger back. the tiger and, he, and they have to hold the tiger back. He has to hold both ends of the mm-hmm. rope, so he and the tiger are doing this, like, rope dance. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Uh, there's, you know, a lot where Beam is carrying Raju, because, like, so Raju gets arrested for helping Beam, and they're like, this dude, two days from death, we haven't fed him, we haven't given him water, he's going to be so poor off, like, he's going to be he's gonna be a mess. You're going to love We've love been treating him, like him worse than this guy that's begging for food. Dude is just ripped in his jail cell doing pull-ups. It's just it's like, like very okay. the rock. That's very the rock. Very the rock. Then they send him into the, the little cell, and so like he's been just like beat to shit. Like they beat up his legs with like the the canes or whatever, and they just throw him in the, the solitary, which looks like miserable. And then that's when Beam carries him around. Like there's so many things that are just like 
Never seen that before. Never seen that before. Yeah. Never seen that before. Yeah. It just rules. It does. It was actually a lot of fun. I really, really like this movie. I think there was talk maybe of like a sequel. I don't remember if there is going to be one. But I think it was the kind of thing where people were like, this movie is so big, can't there be more? Okay. Before the film's released, Roger Mooley said he has no intentions of making a sequel to turning into a franchise. However, the writer said they're, like one of the other writers, because the director also wrote it, quote, they start exploring the idea to a sequel and hope to make it some happen sometime later. Speaking with Variety, Rama Rao. Who is Rama Rao? Oh, Jesus. Rama Rao is NTR. That's Beam. His name is listed in different ways in different places. Beam basically said he hoped it would continue as a franchise. And then the director said his father and screenwriter said they were working on the sequel. So, like, there might be something. But, like, this feels, like, too big and too much of, like, a phenomenon. Why don't they just, just do, end it one? They need, they need to do, like, just, like, an American Horror Story thing where they just, like, write another story, cast the same cast, and just just do a different story where the brown people win against the white people again. I'll watch it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't need to follow mm-hmm. this exact thing. It could be, like, future space brown people fighting the way. It doesn't matter to me. Right. The only, like, weird feelings I had watching this movie mm-hmm. was... At the end, like, the whole goal for for Rom in this movie is to bring guns to the masses. This is, like, mm. such a weirdly pro-gun movie. That might be the extreme right wing, just, like, life would be better if everyone had a gun. I'm sure there's more. And like, they're, like, singing politics, about, yeah. like, how great it is that we all have guns now at the end. And yeah. I was like, would the Yeehaws fucking love this movie? If it was in English and the white people were giving all the guns out, because it's it's their wet dream, right? Like this is the whole mm. like if we just armed everyone in the Midwest, that's like the greatest thing ever for them, right? Isn't that isn't yeah. that what you imagine? I mean, they would also probably just love the first half of the movie. Like, look, they got one of them working for us. Yeah, until he turns, he'll turn. Yeah, just don't watch the second half of the movie. But that second half of the movie is the all the pro gun part. Oh, tough. That's what I'm saying. Tough, this tough, is the, it's just pull it. I feel like I feel like I'm on the bridge swinging from both sides at the same time right now. I can't tell. It's so much good and so much bad all in one. Truly. Let's watch the trailer for this, which my sister pays for YouTube premium, so I don't have ads anymore. But this pot this starts with an ad and I'm just like it's just in the video, which is Oh, interesting. Fun, but RRR trailer in parentheses Telugu, NTR, Ram Charan, AJ, the, bunch of actors, SS Ram Julie, 25th March 2022, 82 million views. Top comment the trailer has more action than most full length action. Also, movies. why does M Fine kind of seem like good RX? Three minutes and 15 seconds long, which feels appropriate for a movie this length. Three, two, one, play. No, support good RX, not M Fine. It's also shot beautifully, and it has, like, a weird, cool, kind of kitschy TV situation to it, too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it looks better with, like, the language, like, the, the words actually matching the mounts, you know what it I mean? It does. There you go, tiger, tiger, tiger. Oh, yeah, he yells at the tiger, Mm -hmm. yeah. 
Oh, that's the other thing. There's so many actors at every part of this movie. There's like a thousand people in all of these scenes. Yeah. And it doesn't look like they're like CGI. Like no, it's like just like a right? thousand extras. I saw this part. And I'm like, I don't even know. I don't understand like how you even get like, I saw that before I saw the movie, like them like grab grabbing arms underneath the bridge. I'm like, I can't even imagine how you get to this point. But it makes sense. I think this was exciting, like that, like Nachi Nachi, which is like, I know these are coming, but like, I don't know how you're going to get there. See? Piggyback rides. Mm-hmm. I like the, the two piece of the heart uh, best friends necklace that they had, too. It's very nice. Jeez. No, you have arrested your best friend. And even after he knows that Raju is maybe bad, he still saves him from the snake bite. Yeah, he does. No. That yeah, this, this is what we're talking about this before. so yep. sick. It's like one of the very few times in the movie that like a white person looks cool. Yes. And he looks really cool doing it. He looks really cool. Also, yeah, them shooting arrows and stuff through the fire rules. The, the arrows through the fire and the arrow through the tree that he neck kicks, like he kicks it into his yep. neck right there, like or into his head. Sick. So sick. The whole, all of these choreographed fight scenes are so cool, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're done fucking around with these guys. We're gonna go kill the white guy. Well, well, the main one. It was also, like, part of me at the end was like, are they going to, like, let the white guy live like to teach him a lesson of like friendship or like are they gonna like arrest him or something and they're like no I'm gonna shoot him with an arrow then a bullet it's like okay cool cool good Dub a part double of just tap like, are you are you gonna mm. nah nah nope letterbox game for reference sake Mad Max Fury Road one of the most popular films on letterbox has been seen by 1.5 million people RRR from 2022 Directed by S.S. Rajamuli, starring NTR and Ram Charan, has been seen by how many people? Oh, um, uh, different language, but big hype. Blitterbox probably loves it. It's going to be high. 400,000. Too high. Uh, 275? Too high. One more. Uh, 115? 234,000. Okay. So sort of okay. in the middle of your second and third guesses. Average rating of a 4.2 with his number, at least as of now, is number 249 on Letterboxd Top 250, so it just sneaks in there. The most common, basically even, a 4 and a 5, and the second of 4 and a, or and right behind that is 4 and a half. How many out of those 235,000 people have this in their top four favorite films of all time? Uh... Also, I want to say, we talked about it before, but when we first brought it up, like when we mentioned on the show that we're going to do RRR, Wes was like, there's no vehicles in the movie. Dude, did you hear our list of vehicles? There's vehicles all over the movie. There's a, there's a motorcycle all on the fucking, poster. Yeah, it's all fucking vehicles. Okay. At least methods of transportation. Yes. Um, 
twelve hundred. Too low. Twenty five hundred. Too low. One more guess. Thirty five hundred. Twenty nine hundred. Twenty nine hundred people have this in their top four favorite films of all time. We're gonna go to Adam twenty forty nine at Adam twenty forty nine. Hint to one of his top four movies. I'll just say that. Yeah. On July 15th of last year, all capital letters, this is the best movie I've ever seen. Five stars. And then watched last November, so four months later, the drip in this movie is absolutely insane. Ooh. Also five stars. Okay. I was hoping for another review, which is like, the Riz in this movie is absolutely the insane. The baby so Adam in this movie. Absolutely five Number stars. four favorite movie of all time is... For Adam 2049 is RRR number four. Blade Runner. Which one? 2049. Correct. Number three. Blade Runner 2049. As soon as you said it, I would have got that. You didn't even have to give me the like hint for later. I would have guessed Blade Runner. So excellent. Well, like, a, you know, there's a lot of numbers that could like refer to a bunch of things. Like 2049 Nine is, is specifically just one thing. Yeah, yeah. Top two are Letterboxd All-Stars. What was one that you used to guess first every single time? You haven't guessed in a while. Pulp Fiction. No. Fight Club. No. Uh, Parasite. No. Endgame? Don't guess anymore. No. Endgame? Mm-mm. Hmm. The one I'm trying to get you to guess has been logged 2.5 million times. The other one he logged, or the other, his his number one favorite is 1.5 million times. Both of these movies in Letterboxd top 35 of all time based on rating. Is the one you're trying to get me to guess a superhero movie? Or no? Uh-huh. It is? Mm-hmm. Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse. The first Spider-Verse. Spider-Man yes. Into the Spider-Verse, number two, on Adam 2049. Also, that's not R-R the one R-R I used to guess all the time. Movie. That's not the yeah. one I used to guess all the time? Or it, no, that it is. is. Yeah, yeah, that is. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. The other one, I'm honestly surprised. The first one has 1.5 million people who have logged it. 36,000 fans. Number 20 based on rating. I'm surprised this movie does not come up in this game more often. Interesting. Okay. Part of a franchise. You almost said trilogy. Star Wars? No, I I almost said trilogy because I didn't want to give away a, a bigger hint. Okay. But it is part of a trilogy. Okay. It has come up before. We've definitely had this movie. We've had movies in this trilogy before. But com- considering how popular these are especially among nerds and people who, you know, like those nerds would use Letterboxd. I'm surprised it doesn't come up more often. Okay. It tied, I think, Titanic for most Black, Oscars. Dark Knight? Dark Knight? No, because nope. that, that would be a superhero movie too. Nerds trilogy. Mm-hmm. 1.2 million. 1.5 million. That matters. Yeah. Genres are fantasy, action, adventure. Fantasy, action, adventure. Okay. It was not re-released Star this Wars. summer in Thailand, in theaters, apparently. N- not Star Wars. No. Hmm. Star Wars is more than a trilogy. That's, that's an actual franchise. Yeah, this yeah, is like no, I know. firmly just purely a trilogy. Hmm. Tied Titanic for most Oscar wins at a single show. I mean, there's only going to be a, one show all time. I think it's like Lord of the Rings? 13. Which one? Uh, I think he is going to go Fellowship. No. Uh, Two Towers? You're almost there. Return of the King? There you go. That's my least favorite one, to be honest. I think it's the one people on Letterboxd like the most. Oh, that's weird. I like, I, I've like. i seen Fellowship a bajillion times. I like t- Two Towers. 
And by Return of the King, I'm like, I've had enough Tolkien. Sorry, Wes. But like by Return of the King, I'm just like, yeah, I'm good. Fellowship is number 71. Two Towers number 61. Return of the King number 20 based on, you know, average rating. So you're you know, right. That doesn't love. come up as, as much as we would think, you would right? Think that like any yeah. of those movies, they're, they're not there as much, but you know. yeah, for being huge. Yeah. Anyway, that was our, our show. Shout out once again to good and also RX. Tolkien. Good, good, good call. But it's actually like, you're right. It's not really a trilogy, right? Like that is a trilogy, but at the same time, like you have the Hobbit and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm with you. Shout out to GoodRx and shout out to Cassie Wilson, Nick Burris, Alex Ellenin, Justin Kleiman, and Brian Rodriguez of Ooh. High School Slumber Party, Wes Hampton, Jerry Robinson, Dan the Duke, Hayden Renato, D. Donato, Michael McGann, Lane Middleton, Lindsay Lewandowski, Nate Milton of the Kings of Sport, Jason Rainey, Tom Price, Mike Gallier, Josh Buckley of Whole Lot of yep. Wolves, Michael Moser, Christian Larson, Tara New One, Aaron Willows, and Natalie Absolute, and Jessica Collins, a.k.a. Montez. Montez. Thank you all for supporting us at the $5 a month level or above. If you want to join the family, bonus episode of Airplane just came out. Go to TooFast2Forever.com oh, yeah. for that. Our next episode is Another Life in the Fast Lane. So if you've not emailed it in a while, you want to say hi, family at cageclub.me, please and thank you. We would love to hear from you. There's also the Discord if you want to, if you want to email in or you it's want to message really us It's actually really fun. I wanted to thank everyone for being nice and fun and friendly, and yeah, come join. We just talk Discord's bullshit. starting to pop off. It really is. It's very exciting. Yeah. But yeah, our next episode is Life in the Fast Lane, and then we have Tokyo Drift. And then our next pit stop is from 1975, The Bullet Train. So The Bullet Train from 1975, if you want to watch that along with us, that's in three weeks. And our next bonus episode which we're not sure yet, but soon in the next couple of weeks, we are going to do the Barkley Marathons, The Race That Eats Its Young. That entire documentary is on YouTube if you want to watch that. That's only going to be on the pay, uh, behind the paywall at TooFast2Forever.com, but that's Alex Ellenin's pick. That's our next bonus episode, so go check that out on YouTube. And then, you know, join the Patreon and write in, watch it, let us know, whatever. You know, you know what to do. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. For all things Too Fast, Too Forever, go to cageclub.me, facebook.com slash TooFast2Forever, or at TooFast2Forever on Instagram, YouTube, Threads, X, everywhere. Email us, family at cageclub.me. Check out our Patreon page at twofast2forever.com and our store at cageclub.me slash shop. And like we said, come back next week for Life in the Fast Lane. We also figured out we're going to be doing too fast Life in the Fast don't Lane. Even, don't even, are you gonna, are you going to say it out loud? Because it, was, it was kind of, yeah. Another eight months. So it's kind of insane. Wait, I was like Joey and I were like Wait, talking. No, no, no. Like, sorry, we're gonna be, yeah, we're gonna be doing the movie for another until eight November months. until November 2024, and we're gonna be doing the bonus stuff until November 2024 when we start Tokyo Drift. As of right now, on November 5th, 2024. So because we were like too fast. Joey and I were talking. We're like we're almost at the end of that because we you heard the last mm-hmm. minute. We're like we're, this mm-hmm. is almost the end of the movie. We're in one last place, and it was like nope. Feel like Newman. Ah ah ah. Yes, true. Anyway, I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. And we will tell you all about it when we see you again. <laughs> <laughs>